Hello, this is Zach, and you are listening to the Point Momentum Podcast, where you will find insightful, life-filled, and experience-based discussion as we delve into issues related to health, wellness, family, and life. Point Momentum, moving families and individuals into greater wholeness and strength. Enjoy! Momentum Podcast. Uh, this is Zach. Uh, you get you get super lucky because it's just me again today. Uh, I enjoyed our conversation last week uh, as we delved into really just the construct. Uh, what we talked about last week, if you haven't if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, over the course of this podcast, I haven't jumped into much of what I do in a session. Right when I've got somebody that comes into my office. They have anxiety. They have PTSD. They've gone through certain traumas. Uh, they have they have some anxiety. They have something in their life that is impacting their functioning in a relatively uh, severe way. Uh, and or g- generally speaking, that's who comes into my office. So th- there are lots of variations. Uh, and so last week I took about a forty minute conversation with just me, uh, and we. We talk through some of the constructs, how we, how I look at people, uh, some of the some of the emphases, um, and kind of laid out, uh, yeah, just 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 laid that stuff out. Today, I want to jump into. I want to continue that conversation uh, with with just me again. It was fun, uh, and uh, we're going to jump into some key components of success, some key things I see inside of people's lives that. Uh, that are I deem is very valuable when they are trying to uh, kind of overcome things, uh, and when they are trying to uh, you know live a happy, well balanced, uh, flexible life. And right now, in the current season, uh, you know, all this COVID stuff started happening, happening, or at least started really impacting us. I want to say sometime in March, probably uh, that that um, I, I, I may be off. It could have been, it probably started in February as far as really impacting us. And then it was, I think it was March. Sorry guys, I'm going to be sipping on my coffee uh, while I chat. So since then, uh, I am starting to see in my office a, a an, an increase and in uptick of people affected by it, right? Uh, and that's what... Uh, that's what difficult things, that's what crisis, whatever word you want to use, uh, does. It wears on you. So so your initial coping skills, and I hate the word coping skills, but I'm, I use, I'm going to use it in that scenario. Uh, your, your skills to manage life uh, initially aren't overwhelmed, right? They're just, just taxed and they're stretched. And then over time, they begin to wear out, right? It's like, it's like a vehicle. If you continually take your vehicle, uh, don't treat it well, and uh, and push it hard, right? Eventually, it's going to wear out. It, it, it'll be okay for a little bit. So if you do a short-term test on it, it does well. But a long-term test, it begins to falter. And what I'm seeing in my office is, is more people coming in who wouldn't have come in in April or May or June, right? But they're they're coming in now because it's just their systems are being taxed 
their systems are being taxed and not just by COVID these days, right? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, just the, the current political environment, um, the, the current political environment, the, uh, you know, this year, if you look, you look at kind of the environment of the U.S. and the state of the world, I mean, you've got, you've got the whole COVID thing creating a lot of dissent on how it's, how it's handled. Right, you have both sides of the aisle, and even those in the middle and on the outskirts. Every part of the aisle, right, is <clears throat> criticizing everybody else about how they handle it or how they would handle it. Everybody talking about this is what I would do if I was there. There's just a lot of dissent there. Um, you had the Black Lives Matter uh, protests that occurred. You've got um, now it's the. I mean, we're. From my perspective, delving straight into the election, right? And so we had the. Uh, I assume most everybody who listens to this podcast also listened to the the presidential and the vice presidential debates. Um, um, I didn't get to listen to all of the presidential debates. We were we were busy that evening. We showed up. We caught the last bit of it, uh, and then I cycled through the news, looking at different. The, how the different stations covered it, and we um, don't we don't have like traditional cable, so uh, I don't think I could get every news station, but I get three or four samplings of different news stations, and I, I looked through all of them, and all of them, what I found interesting about that was that basically they all were saying the same thing, no matter whether they were right or left leaning, uh, they uh, they all said the same thing. They all said that was that was a disaster. That was, um, um, that was not the, the people that I think I heard this almost on every station, the people that lost the loser was the American people, right. Uh, in that presidential de debate. And then we saw the vice presidential debate, which was a little more civil, uh, but still to me, uh, still not as civil as I would like it to be. And, and civil isn't the right word. Cause you know, Pence is a pretty, he, he is civil, um, but he's still, you know, people going over their time and all that kind of stuff. And they still don't say anything. Like they said a little bit more than the, than the presidential guys did, but they didn't say much. Uh, they didn't say much. Uh, and so anyway, all, all to say is that, that um, you have that, you have that, that stuff going on, creating a lot of dissension and stress. You've got COVID continuing to move and not seeming like it's going to go down. I mean, I think I pretty, you pretty much see every day that cases are rising um, and people are in different and, and people. What I'm saying, too, is that people are kind of settling into their uh, their protocols. Right. Every family kind of has their standards, has the th has how they're handling it. Uh, you know, most places, at least, at least where we live in Northwest Arkansas, uh, the, the, um, uh, in Northwest Arkansas, uh, you know, you, you mainly pretty much everybody's wearing masks for the most part. Um, uh, I think in Fayetteville, you have to, uh, pretty much everybody's wearing masks, pretty much everywhere you go, there's a level of social distancing. Uh, you have some people that are taking it more that are, uh, being safer than others. I don't like saying taking it more serious because to me, it's not an issue of taking it more serious unless you're just being flippant about it. Right. There's some people that are just being flippant about it and that's not taking it serious, but there are some people that are, uh, their safety precautions are more. 
and so everybody seems to kind of be settling into those, get, getting used to those, understanding what's happening with that. Um, but you know, cases are still rising. So all this, all I'll say is that you, you, you've got this big environment going on with lots of disagreements, lots of chaos. You got social media feeding that you got different news agencies feeding that, uh, and people, uh, are, are kind of starting to, to come into the office more due to that. So we wanted, I wanted the chat today to continue our discussion from yesterday where we kind of laid out some of the foundational stuff. All right, those are things I look for. Those are approaches I take. Those are perceptions I have when somebody comes into my office. And today, I don't think it will be a super long podcast today. Again, like I said last week, you'll, you know before me right now because uh, um, because you, you know how, how long it is. And last week's ended up being pretty average length. So I personally, and I have to say this out loud, because as, as we talk about podcasts, people like different uh, lengths, right? You, there's some of these podcasts out here that are like an hour and a half, two hours, three, four hours long. Uh, and then you have those that are more kind of short and precise. I like the 45 minutes to an hour. Like that's like my golden zone for me, for me personally. If I listen to a podcast, I want it to be that long. Uh, because anything less, it feels like that about the time you get into it, it's done, right? And 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 it feels like just forty five minutes to an hour, right around that time, feels about right. Anything more than that, you've gone too long. Anything less than that, then you just kind of got everything started. Good discussion going on, and and uh, and the, and then you drop it. So today we probably won't hit that hit that length, but uh, I know everybody likes the. the those at different lengths. So guys, some key components, and I struggle with what to call this, key components to success. Key co- These are just important things that I, that I like to see in somebody. Uh, and number one, and this to me is one of the biggest ones, is just flexible thinking. Uh, I like to see somebody, and I, want, I generally like to develop some flexible thinking patterns inside of people. And what I mean by that is the ability to shift, right? The ability to be flexible. Um, you, you, there's some things that you want to be concrete, right? I want somebody to be principle-driven. But even with a principle-driven person, they are flexible. So the principle uh, would not be the principle itself would not be flexible. But but a principle-driven person is not necessarily dogmatic, right? Uh, they're operating based on a principle. What's the right thing to do here? Uh, what is they want it? Like say the principle of honesty, right? Uh, the principle, like if you're going to be an honest person, if you if you're going to be a uh, transparent person, if you're going to be a uh, somebody who stands up for for, for for your beliefs, whatever that is. But flexible thinking. I need somebody to be flexible and not be dark. If if they've got a plan and they don't have the capacity to shift inside of that plan. Uh, if they, if you've got a kiddo, let's say, uh, and once they get an idea of what the day is going to look like, if something gets, th- if a wrench gets thrown into that, I want them to be able to flex and move with that and still be able to enjoy the day and still be able to, um, uh, yeah, just in, in, enjoy the day to, to be, uh, for it to be just a seamless glitch, right? Uh, blip, not glitch glitch works too but it's just a blip just a curve in the road right i want i want to see them walk through change uh, like a change in schedule a change in 
you know, the, the schedule gets thrown away. There's new people that are there that you didn't know. Uh, you're in class and you thought you were doing your, your presentation tomorrow. And the teacher says, Hey, why don't you, if you're done, why don't you go ahead and do it today? And you just kind of can jump in there. Uh, uh, and so that's that to me, flexible. And I could, you could probably have a whole podcast on that. Maybe we should could bring in some guests and talk about flexible thinking patterns. Uh, but I want to see somebody with flexible thinking patterns. I want to see somebody that doesn't get locked down, that doesn't get dogmatic, uh, that doesn't get uh, <clears throat> uh, too, 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 too negative when they make a mistake. This, this to me also fits into flexible thinking. And there are other disciplines that call it different things. Uh, uh, but but I don't want them to be too too negative. Uh, I help coach basketball at a at a local private school. I was on their podcast, Prism Education Center, and one of the things that uh, I chat with uh, the team I, with some of the guys on the team is I want them to. One of the things that I want to see is I want to see them be able to make mistakes and move forward. I don't want to see them make a mistake and then that crush them for the rest of the game, right? They become ineffective for the rest of the game or they become ineffective even for 20 seconds. I don't want them to become ineffective for 20 seconds. I don't want them looking over at me and, and going, ah, right? I want to see you make a mistake and you just seamlessly recover and move. <clears throat> and that's what I want to see inside of a healthy human being is I want to see flexible thinking where they can make a mistake or they can do something good and they don't, they don't overly dwell on it, right? You're moving. You you have life is flowing. Life is life is going, and 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 you're adjusting, right? You're adjusting as you go. That to me is one of the probably one of the, maybe not the most important. It's hard to say what would be the most important, but that would be a common one that I deal with on a regular basis. That I always want to uh, adjust and send us and and I want to adjust inside of somebody, and that is a. I find that that is when I often have to adjust. I often have to get somebody with 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 being a little bit more flexible, a little less dogmatic in how they see success, a little less dogmatic, and even even how they see progress. Because human beings don't make progress. It's it's rare. I mean, A plus B plus C. Uh, it is in stages and it is in steps, but it is rare that it is. It, just as straightforward as that, right? Uh, change, if it, change comes, sometimes it's messy. Um, so sometimes it's, we want to see a, a general trajectory of moving forward, but there's going to be ups and downs within that, within that general trajectory oftentimes, especially when you're working somebody who's been through severe trauma or has a pretty severe anxiety problem or, 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 or uh, just their thinking systems. They have some obsessive thinking patterns, th things along those lines. Uh, so uh, those are the kind of things that we need to see uh, that I look for uh, pretty readily uh, is the flexible thinking patterns. Uh, the other piece, or moving on from that, uh, hope. That's something I wanted to still inside of people. If, if, if any of you guys follow my Instagram page, I like to, there's a quote I like to throw up occasionally. It said, hope is a foundation of change. Um, and so hope is definitely something. And I'm not, well, there's not much to say about this one other than I threw it on the list this morning or th this week as I was thinking about what to chat about. Uh, hope is a foundation of change. Without hope, 
with nothing we can do. If you don't believe something can change. So often one of the first things I've got to do whenever you're working with somebody and you're delving into some deeply held belief, some like uh, uh, people hold beliefs, uh, some lightly and some are deeply held beliefs, deeply held to the point that they don't really even know their belief to them. It's just reality. Right. Um, and so if you're going into somebody else's deeply, a deeply held belief or a deeply held uh, position, um, and that could be something that was just instilled into them as a youth, it could just be something that they've never, I see it a lot with forgiveness. Um, I've run into this on numerous, numerous occasions that somebody, uh, something wrong has happened to that person, right? So like they've been legitimately wronged and you cannot say that what happened to that person was good in any way, shape, form or fashion. Uh, and it's caused a certain level of trauma in whatever way that might be. And so we've got to go in there. And I've talked about this a lot, a lot in the last podcast, we've got to go in there generally speaking. And again, this isn't therapy. I'm not telling anybody what to do because it's very specific to the person. I'm just talking about some general concepts and guidelines. We've got to go in there. We've got to clear out the history, right? We talked about that. Like I said, in the last podcast, you got to clear out that history. We've got to face those emotions. We've got to walk through them. And we've got to, uh, we have to do it in a way that keeps them functional and safe that, so it could take a long time or it could be a pretty short time. It just depends. Um, but then they also have to forgive and I'll use different words for forgiveness because forgiveness hangs people up and I'm not really interested in the semantics of what words you use. Uh, but you've got to let go. You've got to let go of, uh, of whatever happened. And by saying forgiveness, a lot of people equate that to, you know, letting the other person off the hook, right? And that's not what we're doing. We're not letting the other person off the hook. What they did was wrong, period. Nobody can change that. Uh, we're not, we're not, we're not letting that person off the hook at all. Uh, but what we've got to do is make it inside of you uh, to where it doesn't pull your strings, to where it doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't pull, it doesn't pull, it, it doesn't control you now, right? It, 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 where old stuff doesn't control you, you've got to let go of it. You've got to say, hey, I forgive that person. Uh, I'm going to let that go. That is not going to control me anymore. And that's a process, and that's a more complicated process. And so we're not going to delve into exactly how that process works. But oftentimes, going back to this kind of issue of hope, uh, what I've got to because sometimes we hit that, whenever we hit that point in session, and sometimes, like I said, sometimes that's quick. Sometimes that might be a year down the line. I might have seen somebody for a year and we just hit that spot. I oftentimes that is a major hang up. And that is really tough for people who've gone through a lot of trauma to say, Hey, I'm going to forgive that person that did that to me. Um, and so oftentimes right there, we have to just hold it and be, Hey, I just want you to be open. I know right now that's not even that you can't even fathom forgiving this person for what they did to you. They crushed your life. They destroyed you. They, they took you and they, they crushed you. I mean, and what they did was awful, absolutely awful. No excuses, nobody saying otherwise, but in order for you to move on and heal, 
and not allow that to control you, we've got to let go of it. We've got to let go of it. And so oftentimes what we'll have to do is just say, hey, right there, I just all I want you to do, we, we're not going to move forward. All I want you to do is, uh, is uh, be flexible and 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 uh, and there's got to be just a touch of hope, just a touch of hope right there that you uh, that we can get that you can get to a point that you can get to a point that um, that that is uh, that that you can forgive. You have to believe that you can get. I know you're not there now, but you've got to believe that you can get to a point that you can forgive, and that and that's kind of what I'm looking for there. And so even so. When you're talking about hope, there's broad level hope, right? A lot of people have broad level hope. They have broad level hope that, hey, things will get better. Things will get better. Uh, but then you've got little kind of micro components. Like if you're kind of dissecting and un unwinding the issue with somebody, sometimes you've got to like inject little micro injections of hope into this part of it, right? Uh, this part of the journey we need a little bit of hope in. We need some hope that we can forgive. We need some hope that we can get to that place. And so you kind of have to, in those scenarios, you kind of have to inject the kind of that idea of hope, inject a little bit of hope, and then um, and then kind of just let it simmer for a bit. So a person, if it's, I mean, it, it can be a scenario where, you know, we let it simmer for a month, six months, whatever. You know, we'll let it simmer for as long as we need to. Uh, if you're getting down to that to that level, if we've gotten to that level, and it's just so outside of their zone that they can't even imagine it, then we can't really. It's tough to move forward. There's usually some other things we can work on, but at least on that issue, we can't really move forward without injecting a little bit of hope, loosening that up. It's kind of like massaging it, right? It's like. It's like like we got to massage it. We've got to loosen it up, and we've got to uh, kind of prepare it for forward movement. Uh, so hope. So important things. Flexible thinking, super important. Hope. We've got to have it. Without it, we can't move forward. We can't move forward without hope, uh, and that's a baseline level, right? So that so you know we want hope, and then and then we want to change that into faith. Faith that that we can beat this thing. We I want I want somebody inside their mind and spirit, inside their core you, I want them like a warrior running down the path, uh, breaking stuff, right? I, I I want that mental image in somebody. So but before we have that, we have to move from hope to a position of faith or confidence. Uh, we want hope and faith and confidence that they can overcome, that they can break through things, that they can that they can be consistent, that they can persevere, all, all those kind of components. Uh, and that, and that's super flexible or, or that, and, and, and that is, th those two are super important. Uh, another one, another one guys is just forward movement, right? Forward movement. You see different kinds of people. Uh, I see different kinds of people coming into the office and, uh, one kind, they're always moving forward, right? But they're but they're hiding from their emotions while they're doing it. They're they're using for their forward movement as a distraction. And then you see another type, and there's you know, there are kind of all types in between too. But uh, it it makes it easier to understand if you kind of think about 
that kind of caricature of it, right? So then the other type we've got is we've got somebody who uh, uh, they just dwell on it and they don't move forward. They just kind of dwell in the emotion. And so what we want to create is correct movement forward. If somebody's blasting through things, not feeling anything, closing themselves down, using movement forward movement as, as primarily as a distraction, you know, we have to maybe slow their forward movement down, tweak it slightly, change it. Uh, but then those that are um, kind of stuck on things and dwelling on things, uh, we have to uh, get them moving forward. We have to get them moving forward and finding kind of, even, and when I say forward moving, uh, that includes multiple things. Uh, it includes just mindsets, right? As opposed to mindsets that are always looking back. We want mindsets that are more balanced and they're also looking forward. You also have to look back sometimes too. We just don't, don't want to get stuck in the past. So we want to create balance there. So we have to, there has to be a sense if somebody's going to change if we're, as we're working through trauma and, and, and I'm talking a lot about trauma because I just see a lot of people with trauma. Uh, but it could also be anything that they've had trust trouble getting over like say anxiety or depression or or anything there has to be a sense of forward movement there has to be and this even goes back to hope right so on that foundation of hope that we are that we are building there has to be some sense of forward movement that they are overcoming that they that there is a uh, there is a future and a destination that they're moving towards right and that and that's built into the name point momentum that there's a we have momentum, which is movement, and we have point, which is a destination. We have movement forward. There has to be a sense of forward movement inside of inside of every person that comes into my office. Uh, if we don't have that, then we kind of have to pause and say, "Okay, what are we doing here? Uh, what's the what are the goals? Why are you coming in? You know, why are you paying me money, or why is your insurance company paying me money?" And there's no and there's no sense of movement. So we have to have that sense of movement. That sense of movement is super important. So that's something we always want to establish and we always want to feel. And we also, when we're talking about forward movement, we want to be moving towards a destination, towards a towards a declared destination. We want to do, say, hey, this is where we're moving and this is how we're getting there. And and in order to do that, sometimes we have to pause. Like there, there are times where you're wondering. It's kind of like, like if you're on a hike through the jungle. And sometimes with this, that's that's kind of what we're doing. We're navigating away through a jungle. There's no clear path in front of us. We're navigating away through the jungle, trying to get from point A to point B. And sometimes we have to stop, pull out the map, be okay. <laughs> where are we at? This is where we were. This is where we're going. Okay, we've gotten off a little bit here. We're not taking the most efficient pathway here. Or, hey, we want to go up this way and do it and, and do it this way. Uh, we want to go around this mountain range or, or walk down the bank of this river, uh, using the jungle analogy. Uh, and so we have to stop. And that, and that is something we often do. We stop, take a deep breath. Okay, where are we at? Where are we going? Are we doing the right things now? Because on any journey... There are different, even going back to some of these things we've talked about, like forward movement, uh, creating hope, creating flexible thinking patterns. Um, there is a, in any journey, there's a, depending on the terrain, right? And I guess probably how many are in your company, uh, 
there are different requirements. I always think about, when I think about forward movement, I always think about Lord of the Rings. And, and I know all of you have seen the Lord of the Rings movie, so don't even pretend like you haven't. Uh, and so I always think about when on the, in the first Lord of the Rings movie, like not the Hobbits, but the first Lord of the Rings movie, and they're going over the, and, and they're in the first half of the movie, they're going over the mountain, uh, and it's the snowy mountain and they're all kind of up against the ledge and they're all walking in a single file line. They're all bundled up and they're walking slow because there's, it, you know, it's just, it's a tough, it's tough traveling. There's snow everywhere. It's deep snow. There's rocks falling. And then they end up having, they end up having to turn around, but that's a very, they're traveling in a very different way than when they're on the, there's a, you know, there's another section where they're just kind of in open fields and just kind of all walking and they're smiling and laughing and playing with swords and things like that. Right. So the terrain and where you're going affects how you travel, affects how you move. If that makes sense. There are times where, yeah, you've got to bundle up and get your snowshoes on and, and stay close to the ledge. You're going to fall off. Uh, it's very tight, constricted rules and how you travel. And then there are times where you're traveling in a real broad place where it's green grass and easy traveling and, you know, there's abundant food and resources around. You just kind of have to grab it and keep moving. Uh, and so when you're thinking about forward movement, those are the things we also have. And there are times where it's, you know, a jungle environment. There's all kinds of environments that you're walking through. And so depending on what we're doing with somebody, uh, you know, sometimes it's real strict and tight. Hey, this is what we have. If we're going to get through this, this is what we have to do. And there's sometimes where there's a little more flexibility inside of what we do. And that depends on the person, what we're trying to overcome, and what part of the process we're in. Because there's some parts of the process that you've got to hit it hard uh, or you're not going to get through it, right? And there are certain parts of the process that you've got to hit it hard or you're not going to get through it. And, and so those are all things that we look for in, in forward movement. But there has to be a sense of forward movement. So, right, so flexible thinking, hope, for movement forward or for, forward movement. Uh, three really important concepts, components of success. Those are three really important components of success. Uh, perseverance, that's the next one. Uh, and again, these are in no particular order. These are just some of the things that stuck out to me that I have to kind of continually build inside of people, work with people on, uh, perseverance. They've got to, there has to be a sense of perseverance. There has to be a sense of, we are not going to, and when I think of perseverance, I think of, we are not going to stop till the job is done, no matter how long that takes or how difficult it is. Right. And yeah, whether that takes, whether it takes a month or five years, we're going to keep pounding on it. We're going to keep learning. We might, you know, and in a journey that takes a couple of years, you might take some wrong turns, right? That means that it's a long journey. That means that it's, that it's a long, challenging journey. Uh, and, and sometimes you take wrong turns in long, challenging journeys, and right? And somebody who's going to overcome a long, challenging journey has to be okay with that. We're going to take some wrong turns. We're not going to take too many. We're still going to be moving in the right direction. But we've got to get through this. We've got to keep moving. We cannot lose hope. And again, all these, a lot of these are intertwined. We cannot lose hope. We cannot lose hope inside of a long journey. We have to persevere. We have to be moving forward. There has to be a position of hope. We have to be flexible. Because if you're thinking, you know, I'm walking in the green grass fields today, and then you turn a corner, and you're all of a sudden, uh, 
in a jungle, right? You've got to shift. You, you've got to shift your thinking. If you're locked into, I'm going to travel the same way I traveled in the jungle, then I'm going to travel in the fields, then you're not going to make it through the jungle. Uh, you're not going to survive that. Uh, and so we, we need all these things. In order to go on this journey that we're going to go on, we need all these. We need flexible thinking. We need a position of hope. We need movement forward. We need perseverance. We're not going to stop until it's done. We're not going to stop until it's done. We're going to finish this thing. And if you, you have those, that's powerful. Like it becomes, all, these in and of themselves are, are important and strong. But as you start to combine them together, it, it's powerful. It's powerful. It paints a picture of a, of, uh, it's, it's just a, it's a powerful picture. It's a powerful picture of somebody overcoming, of somebody moving forward, and uh, and and somebody changing their lives for the better. Another one, a sense of warfare. Um, a sense of warfare. There is, um, yeah. I mean, if you're going through the jungle, you need a sense of warfare. Period. Right. If you're going through the fields, maybe it's not so big a deal. Uh, but there's a time where you've got to stand up and fight for yourself. I've never seen somebody overcome something. I can guide them to certain places. I can talk to them about what's happening. I can, I, in effect, I'm kind of a guide, right? If so somebody comes in my office, I'm guiding them through a certain series of, of terrain uh, and, and saying, okay, do this here. Let's do this here. I'm, I'm in effect, a guide. But I can't fight for anybody, really. I mean, I can, I, you, to a certain degree, you can. But there's some things they've got to do themselves, and I can't. I wish I could change that. Uh, I really don't wish I could change that. I say I wish. I mean, I, if the system were different, then great. But that's just not the system that God created here, right? You, there's certain things you've got to do yourself. You've got to overcome on your own. You've got to. Uh, You've got to take those steps. Uh, you have to have that position of faith. You've got to cry out. You've got to tackle those thinking systems. Uh, I can guide you. I can educate you. I can encourage you. I can say, hey, we need to put hope here. I can say, hey, this is what we need to do. Uh, but I can't do it for you. Uh, yep, I can't do that. Can't do it. Can't do it. And... I'm not even sure if I wish I could, because I, th I think that's in the construct that we live in, in the system we live in, that is something that that's just how God has designed it, that you, there has to be, there has to be some warfare on, on your side of things. And warfare looks like, you know, mentally taking charge of what's, uh, of what your mind is doing. It includes making verbal declarations, right? Screaming. I mean, I'm all about, I've multiple, all the time, I'm telling somebody, hey, pace around your house and yell at this thing. I want you to get angry at this depression. I want you to get angry at this trauma. You often see people that are trauma survivors, they blame themselves and they can't get angry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not. I'm speaking, this is, not all trauma survivors, right? But there are, I've definitely worked with enough to see those that they, they still blame them. They still feel guilt and shame over what happened to them as opposed to, I want them to be angry at the freaking person that, that abused them. I want you to, it, that's healthy. If somebody abuses you, be angry at them. 
Now, I don't want that to turn into, you know, we, we have to tamper that down and there has to be some, you know, I, I don't want it to turn into hate or bitterness and all those kind of things. And oftentimes we have to adjust that stuff. But a little bit of healthy anger towards somebody, heck, yeah. And, and, and what you see is that you have people that don't have that. And that's just healthy. I mean, good gosh, man. We like be angry at that person. Uh, you need, uh, you need to be angry at, at, at those people. We need to direct that in a certain way. And sometimes that's warfare. Say, hey, no, you need to be angry at that person. Absolutely, unabashedly, be angry at that person. Uh, so sometimes that's warfare for people to stand up over whatever the kind of constraint that they're feeling, and and. And tell their emotions, no, you're direct. Your emotions have to be told what to do sometimes, right? And that's a skill set that's something you can kind of learn to do. Uh, and that may be a funny way of saying it, but you've got to direct that in the right in the right ways. And 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 sometimes that's that's a point of warfare. But there's warfare. There's warfare in the journey. There's always a point of warfare. There's always something that's uncomfortable. There's always something that's uncomfortable that we have to walk through, that we have to do, that you've got to stand up. Like internally, you've got to stand up. Uh, some people don't like to scream, right? I mean, I'm not talking about screaming at somebody. I just mean like walk around your house and scream at the depression, scream at the anxiety, scream at, at, at whatever this issue is. And it's an intruder in your home. Tell it to go. Like that's a, I'm that I recommend that all the time. That's super healthy. I'm, I'm all about that. You've got to fight it. There has to be a sense of warfare in this journey. Anytime somebody has taken stolen aspects of your life and you're trying to renew and restore them and you're trying to overcome them, you've got to fight. There's got to be a sense of fighting. Uh, and so, yeah. We want that sense of warfare. We want flexible thinking. We want hope. We want movement. We want perseverance. We want a sense of warfare. And I hope what you're seeing as we're chatting is that you're seeing these things come together to create just like I said, like it's 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 a it's a powerful sense of journey. It's a powerful sense of taking your life back. It's it's empowering. Uh, it's empowering for somebody, hopefully, uh, and it's and it's a joy. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, I don't know which I may not hit all these points today, <clears throat> but a balanced life. That's always something I'm looking at, right? I talk about that a ton. Uh, and other, we, we, we talk about that in the podcast a fair amount, but a balanced life. I'm always wanting somebody to, to we want to look at kind of the holistic picture of what's going on with them. And we want to be moving towards a balanced life that just creates stability guys. So like a balanced life, especially as we're walking through more specific, uh, trauma and different things that w we want, uh, a balanced life is kind of like your footing, right? So if you're, if you're, um, in warfare, let's say you're doing karate, I don't know, swordsmanship, something like that, some kind of old school, you know, warfare, um, your, your footwork, where you put your feet is important. Like in the the one of those bat I don't remember which Batman movie. There's so many Batman movies uh, that I've lost track. But he's fighting with his mentor, and he talks about you know mind your footwork or mind your mind the high ground. And he like knocks the ice out from under him. 
so balance is kind of like the footwork, right? We, we want to be balanced. We want to be sleeping well. We want to be eating well. We want to be getting some exercise. Uh, we want to be reading a book occasionally. We don't want just to be in front of screens all day long. Um, all those kind. Of, we, we want a good, good, solid social life. We want our finances moving towards order, um, all that kind of stuff. So that's always something we look at. Uh, being open. Uh, I guess that that's actually a pretty big one with people is be open. Uh, if you come in knowing what you want, and, and most of the time, I just be honest, most of the time that people that come in that know what they want, that's not really what they need. Uh, and so, um, anyway, if, if you already come in knowing what you want and it's, I definitely have had that where I've just had to be like, Hey, if that's really what you want, I'm not, I'm not here to work with you because what you're saying is not going to work and I'm not going to, you know, waste my time on that. Uh, but I'll try to tell them what they need or what, or, or what the process would look like. So be open, be open would be a component component of success. Uh, so I think, I think we'll end it there, guys. Uh, I've got a couple more, but I really think even I want to back up to that sense of flexible thinking, hope, forward movement, perseverance, sense of warfare, right? Those are the, those are the ones I want to focus on uh, for today. So if I've got somebody coming into my office, those are things we want to build. Those are things we want to create inside of them. Those are the things we want to foster. Those are the things we want to encourage. And we want to get that sense of journey and movement uh, and strength uh, as, as, we, as we shoot to overcome things, right? Uh, I want it to be a little bit of an adventure. I want it to be an adventure. Uh, I don't want them to get to a point that they're dependent upon me. Right. I want to see. I want. I want to see them walk through this journey and leave. Uh, walk through this journey and leave. Uh, and it's nice. It's nice when you have somebody, whether you've seen them for a short period of time or a longer period of time, and they, they, they leave the office and they feel confident and they have everything they need and 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 and, and you go from there. That's great. So, guys, uh, today was fun. I think we'll end it there. I think I think I think that was a fun conversation. Uh, I hope I hope I hope those things are helpful for you. I hope there's some level again. This isn't therapy, but these are just some general principles. Uh, so I hope I hope that's helpful. I hope I hope those are things that that are that are interesting to you. Uh, it's also th- things that you apply in different contexts. Like in this podcast, we talk about foster care a lot. We talk about him. We've had several podcasts on immigration. I know we have s- several planned and coming up or where, where, where we are going to talk about health care and, and even jump into the political system a little bit uh, as we have some kind of local politicians coming on the podcast in the coming uh, months. Uh, so these are all, all things that I think are applicable to a lot of different scenarios. Uh, So guys, I enjoyed it today. And until next time, talk to you later. Thank you for listening. Check back for future episodes. And as always, send in any feedback or questions to Zach at pointmomentum.com. Have a good day.